0: Yo, yo. How you doing everybody? Uh welcome to another episode of uh the real Adams family podcast. And um you know, I know it's been like a, a long minute since I did a, a episode of uh of this since I tried my pilot and you know, uh mainly that was because Um, You know, when you're on a journey of just knowledge, you know, knowledge of self and uh, different things like that, you you are constantly learning information every day, every day, every day. And so um, with the new information that I was learning and that I am learning, um, certain things uh, force you or allow you to see things from a different perspective. And so how I was gonna go about it I see it um a little different now so I have kind of a different plan and so uh within the Real Adams Family podcast um excuse me the Real Adams Family podcast um I'll be having episodes kind of like this where I kind of freestyle it as opposed to where I'll have kind of things on my mind that I'll just get off and you know hopefully you guys will listen um or um <laughs> you know, uh and then I'll have other episodes where I'm working on this uh this piece where I wanna do I, I I the the title's long, but I wanna entitle it um I just spit these verses and I just hope that they listen. And so um that's gonna be where I actually go scripture for scripture and verse for verse on certain uh, topics and that title is, is homage to uh, uh, one of my one of my favorite, if not my favorite, independent uh, or underground uh, poets, artists, um, and lyricist uh, T. Walker, uh, president of Soul Society um, of um, out of North Carolina. And so, uh, check out Soul Society NC on Instagram. Matter of fact, while you're here uh also heavy inner heavy energy university on instagram as well and also check out heavy energy com where you can also get merch and also keep up with uh all things soul society and all things t walker and heavy energy uh i just wanted to throw that plug in there real quick and so um also with that i also wanted to um put out put out something else so i um I'm part of a uh lessons that that I listen to in the class that I'm a part of is the prophets of awakening um on YouTube and so um if you go to that go to prophets of awakening uh is the name of the channel on YouTube you'll see there uh different lessons from different times if you go to the playlist you will see the Weekly lessons are uh, are on there. If you go to videos, you will see that there are different videos about different lessons, various topics uh, from the Hebrew Israelite perspective from people who for people who don't know uh, kind of what that is. And so, um, kind of just uh, like I said, man, I'm kind of freestyling. And, uh, kind of, I got a new kind of setup or what have you. And so I'm kind of making sure that all works out. Um, and so what I want to do, so, well, what I am doing is, is pretty much, uh, I've been watching like a lot of different religious debates and I also, I, and that's something that I, I, I don't do actually, I was going to say, I do that a lot, but that's something that I actually don't do, um. for one reason or another. And so um what, what I've been seeing in uh as of recent um in, in in a lot of things I agree with and a lot of things that I don't agree with. Uh one thing that I do um agree with for black people is um the fact that we all need to come together right um and for black people and uh african people quote unquote african american people quote unquote african people we 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 all need to come together and the the reason why I say that is because now you know at this point and where I am in my life and in finding in my knowledge and studying knowledge of self uh knowledge of self and uh, you know, searching for self love and and all kind of things like that. I've come to see that with encountering people that are actually that have actually lived and were born and raised on the continent continent of Africa, um, don't understand the the effects and the conditions of how a lot of us in the Americas, Caribbeans uh, even South America's, um, don't understand how the conditions of how we were brought up were, as well as how we don't understand how they were brought up, um, over there on the continent. And so there's a few things about it. Um, a few different perspectives and, um, So for me, right, as looking at it from a guy who was, who moved around a lot as a child, right, due to poverty, trying to make it, trying to find a better job, trying to keep finding uh, uh, different places where there was a support system, right? And so I come from a household... Uh, a family period but a but a household specifically that that didn't have uh that consistent uh support system and so that's the story for a lot of us in america and then you have also uh the 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 ones who grew up with the support system but still what you would maybe say is a dysfunctional family, right? Um, Me personally, I only know three friends that have, that grew up with fathers in their homes. You know, I have friends who know their fathers, but I only have three friends who grew up with fathers in their home, right? Now, considering the fact that I feel I mean, I feel like I know a lot of people, or I at least went to school with a lot of people, but as far as my close friends, and I'm saying close friends, right? And so um I guess if I went through encounter as far as the people that I have a certain uh connection with uh out of those three people out of you know I like I said a real connection with so you know probably fifteen people maybe um that that that's not a good ratio right and so and then period with people that I don't know and I'm and I'm speaking for us speaking for 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 quote unquote, African-Americans, I feel like that number is crazy. And so the reason why I bring that up, because again, I'm talking about my experience, just in the sense of how Africans on the continent and then African-Americans, we don't understand each other's uh, uh, conditions of how we were both raised. You see, because then when you have uh, the situation of uh, just like Africans, a, a lot of Africans that I see, uh, even though there was uh, a lot of poverty and um, maybe broken families. I mean, not, uh, you know, there was poverty and things like that. And maybe life was hard, but there there was still a family structure. See, the, the thing about. Uh, actually, when I was watching one of the debates the other day. And, uh, if you're all familiar with Brother Polite and not that I believe with everything that Brother Polite says, but he brought up a very good point and it was something that, uh, that really stuck out. And so he was talking about, uh, basically, you know, when you take these animals and they take them from their habitat and they place them in what, what you will say, a zoo, right? So you got the polar bear or like a white tiger or whatever, right? They, they create, um, an artificial habitat for that animal right and so that artificial habitat in sense keep in sense keeps that animal at, at peace being in the zoo even though the animal might sense you know obviously you know I'm not in the wild but the habitat appeases the animal A little more as opposed. So I'm comparing that metaphorically to the fact that Africans, uh, some of them who grew up over on the continent, their struggles might have been the same as ours, but they still grew up in a similar habitat that was closer to what uh, our ancestors were doing in ancient times, as opposed to us. Who came over uh, to the America specifically, um in other places, anywhere where they built up big, big cities. Because when you have these places like New York and you have these places like Baltimore, and you have these places like Chicago and San Francisco and and, and LA and Cleveland and Cincinnati, you know, where we're wearing these any inner cities um of these places um first of all it it's you're 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 put into there's a lot of symptoms that come with being in that situation right because you're all forced to look at that and think that you're all fighting for this uh this one scrap like the, the crab in the bucket mentality And so those of us that come into America, we come up in those conditions. We don't come up with a sense of culture, right? As opposed to like I was comparing the polar bear to people who grew up on the continent of Africa, you're still on the continent, grew up in the continent. Your grandmother, great-grandmother, was on the continent the whole time that we have been in the Americas and in the Caribbeans and various places throughout the world where we have been scattered throughout the sub-saharan and transatlantic slave trades. And so that sense of culture that that the that, and, and and togetherness that Africans have that just that I want to bring to some of their attention is that, that, that's harder to, because there's a lot of them that are like, you know, how come more African Americans don't support the continent? Well, we didn't grow up coming together collectively doing anything good. <laughs> you know, in America, for black people, when you look at it in hindsight, The only things that we came together to do, and and don't get it twisted, because I don't want anybody to, to, to to get mad at the fact that I'm saying this, but when you really look at the things that we get together to do in big numbers to accomplish, a lot of the times it is something negative, you know, or it's sports, or it's getting together to get in the booth, or it's uh, getting together to give us some ladies or it's getting together to, you know, tell somebody to give me, a, you know, give me your money. Um, things like that. We're not getting together. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, there's not a mass number of us getting together and, Uh, starting foundations and starting schools, uh, starting curriculums for that matter, starting, um, um, gardens for anybody to just eat, right? We're not just, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're not teaching people how to, how to, we're not getting together and growing farms. And at the same time, there are, There are even big groups of us doing these good things, all these things that I'm naming. But I'm saying in the masses. in a lot of things like that in Africa, culturally, the people, excuse me, the people on the continent value togetherness in a positive manner. Those of us in America and and not and especially not me the way I was not brought up in a collective manner, I wasn't brought up um under a system of uh of of wealth, a sense of even if even if we only have enough to feed us, this is still ours. I didn't grow up like that. And a lot of us in America and in in these other places that we've been scattered to, we didn't because a lot of us only grew up with maybe a mother or maybe a father or maybe one of the grandparents. Or a great aunt. But most of us did not grow up with this culture. And so. Then, um, it's a guy that, um, I was talking to, man. I think he was in from Jamaica. And he was explaining, you know, there was a, a, a lady that I've met. She's from Ghana. Very, very sweet lady. And, um, uh, this, this guy from Jamaica, I can't remember his name, but he was stating the fact of how, how can you expect, African Americans are those of us who are products of the transatlantic slave trade, how can you now expect African Americans to support Africa when Africa has not until now Really supported African Americans. And again, this was his point of view. And, and, and I agree with a lot of his points because he's saying, if you have, <clears throat> for all these years, different countries on the continent have been declaring independence. Right. And we'll say even the Gold Coast or the, you know, the slave coast or whatever specifically. Why then not have you guys been in support of African Americans? And then even with the year of return and the beyond the year of return initiatives, you are still calling for us to come home to a continent where we still have to purchase land. We still have to purchase a home. We still have to purchase a passport. And so in that sense, I do understand and support the brother in what he was saying in a lot of those points as far as wait, 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 wait. Because everybody who knows me, you know, I've been talking to you about going to Africa, right? And I'm going, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm getting my money together. I'm, I'm leaving regardless of they if they don't give me a dime. I understand the opportunity that there is over there for our people. And so that's my personal belief. You know what I'm saying? I am leaving the U.S. And so when it comes to whether you do or don't believe that or not, that's up to you, right? But you have to look at the fact that when, when you look at how, uh, how, most people are followers and most people just follow narratives and most people just follow things without searching them in and out and not looking at them from multiple different lenses. Because don't get it, don't get it messed up. if for people who think that I say that because I su- support moving to Africa, that I don't also look back and look at it from hindsight like, whoa, 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 whoa. It should be reparations or nothing else. Let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. And so also me speaking to my African brothers from the continent, this is how a lot of us feel. You want us to come back? Damn, you can't even pay for our passport? Damn, you can't even pay for a plot of land? Okay, damn, the plot of land is free but i got to pay to 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 get it built to get it surveyed damn my people we we were kidnapped we didn't leave by by choice and so when you when you look at it from that perspective you got to understand that my African brothers on the continent, for those of us, for those of them wanting us to come back, just understand some of our pain. You have to. It, th- this is a part of unity. And so I know how over in Africa, there are so many initiatives that everybody wants to do. But this conversation that that whoever's listening and going to be listening when I put this out, these conversations need to be had first. These conversations need to be had before i do anything with anybody because we got to at least understand each other first whether or not we agree to disagree let's understand each other because a part of uh a lot of a lot of positive black people think that other black people don't support them well Also, I know a lot of positive black people that do not go out to see why maybe certain black people don't support your cause or your efforts. You'll be surprised on the whys. You'll be surprised on the whys. And so, um, in that same token, when you look at uh, uh, from what I what what I try to what I call putting myself in in there in in the African brother's shoes uh, on the continent, also imagine living in such a beautiful place and then not being able to thrive. That is also. It sucks. And that sucks for us too here in America because there are parts of America that that's beautiful. But over in Africa, I can imagine that uh, uh, vantage point as well. And I feel for all of our people. Because we've all been done wrong. We've been colonized. We've been, uh, raped, beaten, stabbed, um, lied to, misled, um, everything. False prophesied to, all kind of, all kind of wickedness. And so, what we first need to do is understand each other's pain, in my point. Because I think when you, You know, there's that old saying that says uh, 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 people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Right. And so how could you say that you care about me if you do not understand my pain? And so that's something that everybody has to think about. But I want to speak to the diaspora, speak to our brothers and sisters in Ghana and back home on the continent. And I want you to to, to also understand some of the, 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 the take back that some of us might have. And how we feel about the continent. And then <clears throat> some of my brothers here in the in the Americas on this continent, I think we need to understand the pain of I think we're fighting for something that's not worth fighting for. Because if I, me personally, if I'm gonna be under somebody's control, I at least rather be around all people that look like me. And you know, whatever, call me crazy. But that's me. Me, i rather rather, if, if I'm gonna be Because they still in control, you know, whether we go to Africa or not. But the thing is, at least I'm going to be around all melanated people. It's still going to be a whole different energy. And the natural resources that are there on the continent. We need to build the continent that we were kidnapped from. I don't understand me personally, I, I can't, I understand that we live here at this moment. Um, so yeah, we need to build here, but I do not understand for the life of me why anybody would want to try to build this nation of the U.S. And so I I me personally, talking to my brothers over in the U.S., I urge you to look into the opportunities, all the things that we want to do here. We can do it on the land that we came from. And have a whole and have wealth. I know a lot of people with land here. But trust me. That ain't going to last. And if. You have land in the motherland of where you came from. Do you know how powerful that is? And then ask yourself this for all of y'all who, you know, talk to your ancestors all the time and things like that, do you think that they would be more proud of you having land, owning land? In the land that you were taken captive to. Or going back and reclaiming the land that you came from. The land that they built for you. Because your ancestors who built the, the shit in the US. They built it for the man. The man forced them. They didn't build that for you. so which one do you think? And you know, whatever you choose, obviously, you know, that's up to you and more power to you. You know what I'm saying? And again, I look at the world different because I don't have, um, I didn't grow up with the support system in America. So how I view how we need to come together is way different than most people. I don't think That we should be focusing on coming together in America. I think we should be coming together, focusing on coming together on the Africa, on the African continent. And so, I've kept y'all longer than I plan to. Um, Thank you for those of you who do listen. Um, Check me out. <clears throat> on YouTube. Um, I'll be putting out more things and more info from that to come. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, man, again, I'll be doing this uh, other times. Uh, like I said, I got a another little setup and I'm learning a little more about technology and stuff like that. And so uh, I'll be doing more sessions, man. I see you can go live on this thing. And so I'll be... Tapping in more. I'll be tapping in more. I'll be tapping in more. And so, uh, uh, peace, love, shalom. Uh, Keep your energy heavy. Um, Guard your soul. Guard your family. Pray to the Most High. And, uh, you know, love your brother. Love your sister. Peace, y'all.